Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday One Thing. Uh, I'm your host, Hamza, joined by my co-hosts, uh, uh, Maury, and today we're also joined by uh, Vass. How's it going, Maury? How's it going, Vass? Good, Things are, are going you? great. Vass, we're so happy to have you, our resident entrepreneur. Happy to be Vass. <laughs> Yeah, Vass is our resident entrepreneur and on this podcast, also the uh, the resident uh, Gen Z. We had a bit of a debate about uh, the, the boundary lines of what makes uh, somebody Gen Z or what makes them a millennial. Uh, turns out Maury was wrong. Uh, and uh, indeed, uh, Vass is a Gen Z as am I, I think, borderline. And that's relevant because today's topic is actually about Gen Z's and uh, the rise in Gen Z entrepreneurship in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. So to quickly sketch out what's been happening over the last uh, 12 months, um, you know, the, the impact of the, uh, the economic crisis that came as a result of, of, of COVID-19 uh, has been felt by all, all over the world. And uh, for certain generations, particularly the millennials and, and, and the Gen Z, this is the second economic crisis they've seen in their lifetimes. And uh, based on the research we have from the 2008 financial crisis, which happened to millennials at about the same age as the, as the, uh, the COVID-19 crisis has happened to people in Generation Z, uh, we know that it, it, things don't look too good. Uh, you know, it, it, things like these tend to have a lasting impact on careers. Uh, it, uh, it has an impact on employment levels. It even has an impact on future life expectancy. But is there a case for optimism? Uh, and uh, uh, to discuss that, we're going to be talking a little bit about what seems to be a wave of entrepreneurialism uh, among, the, uh, among the kids, shall we say. So what we do know is that as a result of, uh, of the changing in, in, in market trends and the change in consumption and the rise in e-commerce over the last 12 months, more and more freelancers, more and more uh, entrepreneurs tend to be uh, aged uh, 25 and, uh, and below. So uh, a survey uh, in 2020 found that 53% of Gen Z men and women expect to be running their own companies uh, in the wake of the recession compared to 45% just a year earlier. And swiping through TikTok and Instagram, it, it doesn't take too long to discover that uh, a lot of the influencers that happen to be from this age cohort are looking to use their cloud, looking to use their social media following to also build out their own brands and, and really participate in the, in the gig economy from a, from a creative space that goes beyond just the, the online content they produce, but also sometimes in the form of direct consumer goods. Um, today, approximately 36% of freelancers or Gen Z freelancers started during the pandemic. And in the combined millennial Gen Z workforce, about 47% had uh, done such work in the past 12 months. So I guess what I'd love to get uh, a sense of from, uh, from you guys, Maury, Vass, uh, is could this trend you know, uh, stay? Is this something that, that's, uh, that's here to stay or is this just a blip and uh, uh, the Gen Z kids are just gonna go back to doing their things as, as, uh, as the pandemic wraps up? Vass, how about you? Yeah, so I think that what has been the biggest learning lesson and the biggest uh, perspective change that I've seen, at least from like a Gen Z perspective, is the fact that, you know, there's a huge shift in the behavior of a lot of people who are online. This is not a situation where, um, like, if you relate it back to like the Great Depression, where there was no online economy for you to kind of really take advantage of when unemployment rates went through the roof, there was really no opportunity to make something of yourself. Um, whereas right now, like Gen Z's, 
and millennials, like we've grown up with the internet. We know the opportunities that exist and it's close to zero to actually start a business these days. So this whole shift to entrepreneurship is not surprising to me. There has never been less barriers to entry to actually get into this. And where doors and amongst many other doors have been shut across people who are just recent graduates and entry-level jobs have actually been rescinded due to the pandemic. Uh, this is the next natural shift for a lot of people who, who have seen great successes with people just, whether it's on TikTok, sharing business tips or um, finance wellness tips on how to move make, make that a possibility that's what I've seen being like the biggest lesson um, but also is also a really good reminder that 2008 was one part of it and yes we might have been a bit more younger but this is the first time where I think we are actually starting to feel the, the, the pressure of it and it's a big reminder once more that you know having just one source of income is just a little too close to zero and just being able to create an impact and actually you know convert passions into profits is a huge part of like what has been the biggest uh transition and I think there was even stats upon this that like when you put into perspective like COVID has reminded us all so clearly like what is really important in our lives and yes you can stay at these jobs that maybe are not as fulfilling but it also put things into perspective like do you want to continue down this path if anything there's actually been a huge shift not only just into businesses but people going back to school taking on other uh, directions of their university career paths or even just learning new skills so they can fine-tune their overall um, portfolio skills. So I think that's actually something that is not going to just end off once the pandemic ends. We're really all fine-tuning our own tools uh, to just make this uh, something that can continue to, to uh, make them really just passionate about the work that they're doing moving forward. Maury, uh, well, first of all, thanks, Vass. Uh, great, great points there. Just to, I guess, follow on that and some of the things Vass said. Maury, something we've spoken about at length on the Wednesday, one thing over the past several months is, is how we expect entrepreneurship to be easier uh, and to be more uh, normal uh, going forward. Um, you, do you think, given you know, the, the, the tools that, that uh, people in general have with things like uh, different social media platforms and different ways of reaching an audience and the importance of building your own personal brand. Um, you see a lot of potential for people to convert their personal brands, for example, into, uh, into, into the kind of businesses that we at ClearBank speak to every day. Well, I think the first thing you said is uh, pretty laughable. Entrepreneurship is probably the hardest thing, like starting your own business, putting yourself out there is never easy. So, what the second point is everyone is now a business. Like you can, you know, jump into clubhouse, just talk about the things you're passionate about and build a community. You can get on now Dispo, be one of the first users on Dispo and, and do something creative. Uh, I know you're not on Dispo Hamza because you're an elder zillennial and you're out of these trends, but for the people who are with it, and that's, this is where I'm actually very optimistic for Gen Z, you know, us millennials, a lot of us were sold the dream, like go to school, be an accountant, be a lawyer. Uh, that's what's going to lead you to happiness. But then you you end up in, in a job that maybe you're not so interested in. Whereas now, uh, you know, necessity is the mother of all invention. You're in a position where you're cut off from the traditional economy, but you have to do something. So you're taking all these tools and and really understanding the, the algorithms of TikTok and understanding these new media. And those are the people who really do have a significant advantage. I talked to some of my friends who they're trying to figure out like, okay, I have the money to start a business, but 
I just need someone to run my marketing. And that's where I think Gen Z has a huge advantage. They, they understand, uh, they're very sarcastic. They're very, to some degree, like nihilistic and self-deprecating, but they actually have a really good understanding of how the media landscape is shaking out. So they have, I think, the best opportunity to succeed in the new economy. Yeah, uh, great points there, Maury. And uh, just for clarification, when I meant easier, I meant easier in the way that climbing Everest is easier than climbing Mount K2. Uh, so still pretty hard overall. And uh, just to get a couple of thoughts from you, Vass, on this as well, obviously, you've uh, you've built your own businesses and uh, done that uh, at a fairly fairly young age. Just want to get a sense of, of, of you know, what, what, you know, when you were starting out your first business, um, what what you were looking to take advantage of in, in I guess, the, the space around you um, and, uh, you know, whether or, or how that's changed uh, in light of the last 12 months where, where more and more uh, of everything is online. Yeah, so I think that's a really great question, Hamza, and it has me thinking in so many different directions in the way that entrepreneurship has changed since when I first started to like a year into my businesses and on, and then today in the present tense of 2021 amongst the pandemic. I think when I reflect back though to like why I started at such a young age, I believe it was only like 18 or 19 when I really started my first, first actual business, not just like some some random kind of like side gig, but um, the biggest realization I had was that I'm young. I, I grew up with technology. I know how technology works. I have a different creativity um, than I would argue than like what others have really been adopted to in terms of marketing and just being able to share their messages across and just really resonate with the Gen Z audience. But there's also just that other perspective where it's like, I'm at such a young age, I don't have all the commitments that typically a lot of people who may be older have. Like, I don't have kids, I don't have a mortgage, I don't have a lot of those stresses that just add on and pile on to, to an entrepreneur's life. And if there was ever going to be a time for me to just take a risk, take on a chance to build something incredible, it would be something that I can get my hands in and get my feet dirty uh, and my hands and feet dirty uh, from the beginning at a young age and then curate myself with a really great community of people who have done it before and just continue to learn from them as well. Um, and when we shifted to today's uh, environment, I think the reality is also that there's never been a better time where young people actually have tons and tons of cash on them to make make some serious moves. Um, unlike depressions or other corrections, uh, people have less disposable income, but during the pandemic, there's actually been a huge increase in people's disposable income. It was like, actually like an 8% growth within Canada alone. Um, so just knowing that there's young people sitting on cash, they can actually just put a small percentage because like starting up with e-commerce is not that expensive. They can really make a really great return on investment on that when just starting it off. Amazing, amazing. Well, uh, great points there, Vass, and thanks, uh, thanks for that insight. Uh, as ever, thanks to you as well, Maury, for uh, giving in your two cents and uh, and helping us uh, make this Wednesday one thing a pretty uh, pretty good look into really what's happening with uh, Gen Z kids and entrepreneurship in general and e-commerce in particular. So, thanks as ever for your time, uh, everybody, and uh, excited to catch up again next week. This is this week's Wednesday one thing. Cheers.